we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. another episode of the face off of Fleming and fowler we are back at it again another tuesday another episode that the lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it that was beautiful there's something in my eye oh now you can do that before we started (laughs) before we press record oh lord lordy lord okay i'm good what's up people hey this is the day the Lord has made. Let Hallelujah. all of us rejoice. Hallelujah. Glad to be here. Glad to be alive. Glad to be another number. I have been reborn. I was hungover until about an hour ago. I am now full of Christ's love. As she comes over my house and has a whole bottle of wine. <laughs> still drinking it's called it. hair of the dog. What is that? Hair of the dog. What is that? When you drink... The next day after being hungover to like get yourself out of the hangover hair, hair of, the of the dog i've never heard that before in my life i mean i don't have like a marion webster definition of it but that's what it means hair of the dog you sure that's not an urban dictionary kind of no black people don't say that no hair of the dog that's like uh biting at the straws grasping at straws same thing chomping at the bit same thing there's a lot going on here <laughs> hair of the dog is short for hair of the dog that bit you it's colloquial in the English language, used to refer to alcohol that is consumed with the aim of lessening the effects of the hangover. I just don't know what a dog and hair has to do with anything. I, don't, I didn't say I knew what it, <laughs> I'm just telling you that's what they say. I was when you drink to, to get rid of your hangover, it's called hair of the dog. I was trying to understand the soliloquy. Oh, the expression originally referred to a method of treatment for a rabid dog bite by placing hair from the dog in the bite wound. So it's like... Oh, so it makes you uncrazy What do they say when they're like, the poison is the cure? I can't. That's what it is. I can't. So hair of the dog, ladies and gents. Here I am, alive and well. Thank you, Jesus. Dude, the close. I never used to get hungover. I was like, people are really just whiny babies about this whole hangover business. It's not that bad. Get over it. Yeah. Um, the closer I get to 30, the more I take that back. Listen, your liver can't take it anymore. It, like, once you graduate undergrad, your body can't take liquor the way that it used to. It I think can't. my liver no. was in shock from the sheer amount of alcohol it was processing did you really use to drink that much yeah i lived in austin texas dude what yes. does that mean that means that i my address should have been sixth street i can't like so how did you pass undergrad i almost school? didn't i graduated <laughs> with like a two four maybe two seven i almost didn't graduate hey med, i mean medical doctors don't need but a 2.0 in med school. i i'm <laughs> telling you i used to call tuesday my networking night on sixth street oh Jesus. that's when you go to the bars and you, you sound like your prostitute i don't like that. <laughs> you talk to the bouncers you talk to the bartenders it's a low traffic night that's how you get in that way on the weekends you don't have to wait for lines you get the free drinks all of that stuff so i was probably out tuesday when was dollar beers dollar beers was also on tuesday that's why i did that tuesday we had 25 cent chicken wings Huh. At a, what was the place called? We were living very different lives in undergrad. Yeah, they were 25 cent chick, but they were only on Tuesdays though at uh, BW3s. That's what it was called, BW3s. Buffalo Wild Wings? I don't know that it was Buffalo Wild Wings, but it was just called BW3s. BW3s. It might have been. I don't Buffalo. but they, Everybody just called it BW3s. Nobody else called it. Nobody called it Buffalo Wild Wings. Huh. It, it probably was. <laughs> Is it yellow? Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> never knew it. Never knew it. Nope. Sure did. Everybody call it. You going to beat every three? Yeah, I'm going to beat every three. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. Why There's only two Ws. That's so what I'm saying. Maybe it's not the same. Buffalo. BW3s. I don't know. It was a Tallahassee. I don't know. Maybe it was Buffalo Wild Wings, but it was yellow. Buffalo Wild Wings is yellow it and black. It might have been. Yellow and black. I don't know. 
This is back in like 2003. It was a different time. Yeah, right. no. I want to say Tuesday it was dollar beers and it was um, 50 cent tequilas and dollar beers mm. out, out at the bar. So Tuesday, gotcha. Thursday, Friday for sure. Saturday for sure. So you're still trying to live that life of your 21 year old self. Yeah, like I think I can still consume alcohol at that rate. It was no, once I stopped. You're old now. While we were pushing through undergrad, grad school, I was good. It was when I stopped and decided to become like an adult an adult and like a what are like a respectable citizen of society citizen of society yeah and i stopped drinking that much then i started getting hangovers i think i should have never let my liver rest when you let them rest they get lazy no it's just like how you know when you turn 30 your knees start hurting my knees it's an automatic thing it's an automatic shit. Thing. Well, yeah, I my hangover is not because this hangover and it's only going to get worse. As you like get on a seriousness scale, it was probably like a four to five. Like mm -hmm. it's not earth shattering. wasn't going to ruin my whole entire day, but I was worthless. Oh, geez. And they always clear up about 5 p.m. But man, they're coming for me. I can feel it. 30 is going to be a rough one. Yeah, especially in this economy. <laughs> Mortgage is going up. I know. Joe's not, you know, he's I mean, he's paying off more people's student loans, but he's doing some things yeah. yeah but yeah 28 isn't around the corner next month my birthday your birthday things are happening yeah i'm gonna i can't believe i'm gonna be 30 i, don't, I can't even say it because <laughs> i'll be officially in my late 30s sweet jesus oh, it's anyway. gonna be a good time I it feel is like it's gonna be a good year it's gonna be the best year of my life Nothing i'm better. manifesting it i'm speaking it into existence Manifest i'm claiming it. it hallelujah anyway how was your week this past week um, other than being hungover i literally can't think past last night <laughs> So on, on top of that, you have short-term memory loss I have, now. I'm just like all a blur. That's, yeah. Well, I just, like I'm not a, um, I'm a vibes drinker. Okay. Like depending on what the vibe needs to be. Mm -hmm. If the vibe is like we're chilling, then I won't drink a lot. But if the vibe either A, needs a little kick in the ass, I'm the one to do it. I will okay. sacrifice myself. Oh, Jesus. Or if the vibe is we're all blacking out, who am I to stand in the way? Do you know what I mean? Do you all have, like, in your group of friends, do you have, like, a designated driver? Uber. Wow. See, it's very different back in my day. Uh, or my mom, if I get really desperate, she'll always You would call me. your mom if you were driving? Hell yeah. Shout out to my mom, Eileen Fowler. I've wow. called her multiple times. This is how it goes. It's three texts. Mom, send. Are you awake? Send. I'm going to call you. Sin. <laughs> so she knows. Then I call. She's like, <gasps> let <gasps> me put some clothes <gasps> on. Yeah. <laughs> mom. Can you come pick me up? The Ubers are $50. Wow. I would like, leave your ass you? out there. I know. She should. Please don't. But she should. And she'll always come. Oh, my God. My mom is the mom who was like in high school. She was like, I don't care where you are, what you do. Just always come home. You can call me. I'll pick you up. I've called. She's come to San Marcos to pick my ass up before. Really? I was at a party, like a frat party. San Marcos is some weird. Y'all are some weird people. <laughs> I went to a frat <laughs> party that was like that. out in the middle of a field. And you, they take you in buses out there. And I was out there with my friend, and we were, and I was like, I in a field, in a field. That's white safety. Yeah, I was gonna say it. yes, it is. And I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I can't do this. And we had no way of getting home. We were in the middle of nowhere. And wow. I called my mom. She came and picked us up. That's crazy. She's right. I, I've called her, drunk in the middle of Lake Austin. Tripping. And I was like, At Mom, first, I need you to come get me. She's like, All right, I'm there. She's a fucking angel. Here's I love the that thing. Lady. For my freshman year of college. People didn't have cell phones like that. So you were using calling cards. I would have to wait Ooh. to activate my calling card <laughs> to then That's call my Boost mom. Mobile shit. Would you have cricket? I don't even, cricket wasn't even around then. Like, I think it was like singular wireless, not AT&T. It was probably just singular wireless. Oh, that uh, was a little Verizon. man, the little guy, right? Yeah, the little uh, blob thing. And mm -hmm. then Verizon was out. Um, who else was out then? I don't even think T-Mobile was around. And Sprint. I think those Ooh. were the only three at first. And then T-Mobile yeah. came around. Or maybe T-Mobile was always there. Nobody just really knew about so it. So the anyway. you that okay, if I'm have this correctly, yeah, you would pay money to get a card. Yes, and that card was your minutes, right? Yeah. But how would you like? How does that card transfer into call minutes? Because when you when you uh, you have to call the little number and then it calls out for you, and then you put your little. Uh, 16 digit or however many digit number on the back of the card and that's that and that was how you call people my nana calls that triangulating yeah that's literally what you do it's kind of like called forwarding to a to a degree almost like having a google voice without a google voice number <laughs> that is so convoluted yeah. or you would just call your parents and like you would call them collect and then when they would say please state your name you'd be like it's not gonna call me very quick 
And so my mom would call me from Do her cell phone. Do you accept the charges? Exactly. My mom would just hang up, and then she would call me from her cell phone. Damn, no. I just after I dropped my mama a pin. I said, I'm right here, and I won't leave. I promise. Come pick me up. See? I, I don't think She's I ever nice had lady. anybody that would actually come. First of all, I was six hours away from home. That's true. Um, and so I don't think I had anybody that would actually come and get me, because my sister, no, my sister wouldn't come get me either, because she had her own group of friends, so we were not, no, absolutely not. So that's why we always had a designated driver to say all that. That's smart. So, and I was I was usually always a designated driver anyway. Of course you were. I need to be in control of my faculties. I knew it. I need to be in control. We, I um, we had, my first couple years of college, we had the e-bus, which is the public transport that would take you downtown yeah. and bring you back. Uh-huh. Or cabs, but we never took cabs because that shit was iffy. And then yeah, Uber came killed. out probably my junior or senior year of college. So then really? there was never a need for a designated, or we would do pledge rides. They'd call the pledges, the pledges. The first time I ever took an Uber, honestly, I know this sounds really weird because Ubers were not around when I was in college or grad school, I don't believe. Um, Yeah, no, they were not when I was in grad school. Anyway, first time I ever took an Uber was when I went to Paris and I was scared out of my mind. What? Yeah. And that was in 2019. That was the first time I ever took an Uber. That is so strange. Yeah. We also had, I was in a spirit group and I forget what we called it, but there was one girl every weekend that had to stay sober. Mm -hmm. And then if you, it was like a, absolute desperate situation legal mm-hmm. lasso that's what it was called because we were it was called lasso y'all love everything lasso. about cowboy and cowgirl y'all just can't. we do and you could be like hey girl i know you hate me and we don't talk <laughs> you're probably a freshman who just has a car but I, you have to come pick me up and she would mm. that was nice that's interesting i remember my best friend we went to homecoming one year and she was just like I really want to experience what it is to just get lit completely like yes, no holds bar right mm-hmm. and i was like don't worry you can get dr- as drunk as you want to i will be responsible for you i will drive and i did just that and then we had another friend who literally tried to escape out of the damn car on the highway and it, it was just it was insane taking care of drunk people drunk friends is not fun that's no. all i'm saying that's why i don't like going to clubs or being around drunk people and that's why i always need to be in control of my faculties oh i can only deal with drunk people if i'm drunk that's why no. i have to be drunk Mm-mm. interesting no. hmm no. Choose your player, you know? The sober one. Definitely choose the oh, 100% no. That's an immediate no. I'm not going to be the sober one. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, no. I have Because I, I want to I wanna record stuff and play it back and be like, do you realize what you did last night? Yeah, but if you come... if you become I have a, the stories. If you become a functioning drunk person, you can still do those There's things. There's no such thing. No such thing as a functional drunk person. 100% there is. Uh-uh. And you know how I know? Because when I wake up in the morning... I'm like, wow, my contacts are out, my face is washed, my teeth are brushed, my phone's on the charger, earrings on the nightstand. Who did that? Me. <laughs> Functional, Functional me. Well, I guess you get a trophy for doing that. <laughs> Thank you. How was, how was your week? Saying all that to ask how my week was. <laughs> uh, my week was actually pretty cool. I um, Here's the thing, y'all, out there in podcast land. I personally, truly, and honestly, wholeheartedly believe that our parents lied to us. This is not the same life that they lived. I don't understand how people have children and are able to function and go to shitty jobs that they absolutely hate. This is all a lie. And I don't think this life is real. I don't. I think we're in a cosplay kind of situation. We're in. Have you know. seen that TikTok theory about everyone's dead? I believe it. We're maybe we're uploaded because you know how once you die, like your brain doesn't die right away. It's alive for like 15 minutes or something. Yeah. And they're saying that we are all in this short little burst of death where the time moves very differently. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're all dead. We're living in that little period. And that's why we have things like Mandela effect where or like deja vu vu where it's different consciousnesses, consciousnesses, consciousness. <laughs> consciousness, thinking different things, but it's supposed to be a fact, but we all have different, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I believe it is an episode of Simpsons where they realize that well, their city the is Simpsons in a dome. It. That's what I'm saying. They're in a dome and they can't get out. So yeah. Dale Dimmadome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadome. I don't know. I don't know who owns it, but there was an episode right. and I believe it. I believe we're in like a, even a Hunger Games when uh what you call it shot up at the arrow I mean, shut up, yeah katniss she shut up at the what's shot her name you didn't remember katniss i couldn't remember her name <laughs> i was getting ready to say something else fake. but it was You're not fake. katniss fake fan. no i've seen all i haven't read the books but i've seen all of them but anyway all that to say <sighs> jesus please bring my husband i'm so sick of working like i want i, I want to be you know how you see on this on social media people are like oh the african-american urge or the urge to just say <laughs> or the corporate america urge the corporate america urge to say i don't have to deal with this shit okay my husband got a job that's i'm waiting on that i'm manifesting all i want is to be able to say yeah like i can quit and walk up out of somewhere and at Mm -hmm. least someone can pay the mortgage 
Because right now. Exactly. That's what I'm manifesting. I'm just rocking over here. I don't, I don't have to deal with this. My husband is going to take care of us. And I'm, babe, I quit my job today. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> and for him to just say, I got it, babe. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I got Thank you for holding me down until I get it together. <laughs> I don't cook. I don't clean. No, I, I Let me show clean. you how I got this ring. I, I cook and clean. Yes, I there do. You go. I iron your clothes Someone and everything else. Someone wipe her up. Listen, I'm telling you, really Earl and them, I got your back. That's all I'm saying. One day. <laughs> one day. One day soon. Please. <laughs> Tomorrow. Please, Jesus. Anyway, all right. Let's go ahead and get on into the show. What were you telling me about ASAP Rocky? ASAP Rocky. Did you know he got arrested? For what? Wasn't he in the Bahamas with Rihanna? He was in Barbados. Oh, Bar- what did I say? Bahamas. Bahamas. Very different. Barbados. Um, my mom's the one who told me, actually, she has got her fingers on the pulse of pop culture. She knows everything. It's because she on. listens to our podcast. She has to. So we're keeping her hip. There you go. Hey, mom. He was arrested for like a guns possession charge from 2021 for a shooting. What? Oh, I was going to say, why can't he have a gun? But if you shoot, if you sh- you can't listen, you as we've said, you can have guns, but you cannot shoot people. Well, with Cal them. Rittenhouse did it, so you know. Tra- uh, as we've uh, said, you George can Zimmerman. have the guns, but you just can't shoot the people with them. We don't. We're not here for that. Black people can't have guns and yeah. can't shoot. People. So he was yeah. released on a five hundred fifty thousand dollar bail. Ooh, which seems I don't know, Steve. I don't know a lot about bails. But that just seems like a lot of money. It's the same thing Ke- uh, Kevin Gates had that one time. He puts it in a rap. He was like, I got uh, arrested and posted a $300,000 bond. He was like, Drika was down there with 40 bands. I was like, <laughs> Drika is a writer. Shouts out to Drika. That's all I'm saying. I don't even know they're still together. Anyway, neither here nor there. But I'm like, bad gal doesn't need this right now. She's cooking something, you know? Well, I mean, she knows that he has the money to get himself out, so she ain't worried. That is true. She did look unbothered. Yeah. With her little, like, she was wearing, like, a sequin little bra. With I her love belly her fashion. At, I, I love, when pregnant women, like, dress like, I won't say, like, they're not pregnant, but just when they dress as freely as they want to, I just love that. I First know. of all, a pregnant woman's body is beautiful. the most beautiful thing ever. And for you to literally just put your belly on display, I love it. She's like, I'm still a bad bitch. I love it. Now, the only thing that weirds me out is when they wear heels. I'm like, please don't do that. Only because oh, I'm that's like, what your pelvis is fucked. Like it's it's kind of off and I don't want you to fall. I just don't like pregnant women falling in, in heights. I just don't like that. When I was in Hawaii, there was a woman probably like six or seven months pregnant hiking the mountain we were hiking. That weirds me out. And I said, ma'am, Mm-mm. no, you're going to have to go ahead or stay behind. Mm-hmm. I cannot watch this. That weirds me out. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, women, she women, looks pregnant great. women in high heels weirds me out. I don't like it. Remember when Kim Kardashian was pregnant and how swollen she got? Exactly. Oof. She should. She would still wear on. heels. I don't think she owns a pair of tennis shoes. Does she own tennis shoes? She's some Yeezys, probably. Mm, I, don't, uh, I doubt mm, she's wearing them. She's she probably wearing them. Pete Davidson's or something like that. Well, I mean, but yeah, he's out on bond. I guess I don't know what they're gonna do. That means I don't know, but supposedly, allegedly, he is connected to the shooting of some other person. Well, snitches get stitches. Anyway, uh, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm Moving kidding. On. I'm kidding. So speaking of traveling and them traveling, did you hear that um, the mass mandates have now been completely done away with to a degree for public transportation? I heard at the airport you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Which I think is so weird. Which is weird. the one place I would wear a mask is on the plane because yeah. the air circulated. It's recirculated. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. For people, oh, thankfully. But here's no. The, I listen. I don't want to wear a mask anymore. I understand it, right? But I don't I, mind it. Now. I can't. You don't wear it all day anymore. That's very true. All I'm thinking is, am I going to be one of those people at the airport that's like, oh, thank God, I'm not going to wear a mask, or am I going to wear it just so people know I'm not like a raging right wing conservative? Do you know what I mean? I think you can just wear a shirt that says I'm a healthcare hero. <laughs> people will be like, <laughs> I'm that's fucking why she's again. triple vaxxed. Yeah, that's boosty, boosty, and you still got the flu. And I still got dude. Remember that? That was awful. Yeah, it was. Hashtag boosted. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I put mask on just so people don't think I'm like out here doing crazy stuff. I wear a mask for everything. I went to go get a pizza last night and I literally, pizza from? Uh, I went to Marco's. Hmm. Never been. Marco's pizza. Oh God, it's amazing. They use Asiago cheese. Love it. Anyway. Ooh. Um, that's my favorite kind of cheese is Asiago for anybody. My favorite scooter. Do you know maybe that's from? It is hard to do. I want y'all watching to know it's hard to do this podcast with someone who knows nothing. I do know stuff. I know pop culture. It's from She's the Man. Who recites that movie? That's not even a popular movie. That is such a iconic movie. I mean, it's iconic, yes, but it's Gen Z. My favorite Scooter. That's where Channing got his start, man. Okay, it's not as popular as like, you're a cheer tater, Torrance, and a pain in my ass. Okay, that is true, but (laughs) it's still like, it's a good one. 
Bring it. It's already been brought. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Anyway, you went and got a pizza. Yeah, you wore I went and got a pizza and I wore a mask and they were just looking at me like, I'm like, why y'all ain't got no masks on in this pizza place? And oh, I was just like. Breathing on your pizza. I just said my grace. I was like, ah, the pizza's pretty hot. Hopefully it burned, <laughs> burned off whatever they had I um, I hate this mentality, but it's the one I've adopted, which is if that shit didn't get me in the last two and a half years. You better knock on wood. Because <laughs> baby. I'm just like, it had its time. I was on ground zero. I was in ground zero. But you weren't in ground zero with without a vaccine. That is like true. I was. You were without a vaccine. Yeah. So if it didn't get you, I would not wear a mask at all. But I don't hang around people either. That is true. So if I would have got it, I probably would have got it from you. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you're the one that's around me. I was, I was like, damn, we've really been out here. I don't think I've been thoughting and bopping, but you have definitely been thoughting and bopping. Been bopping. You, you, let me tell you something. Alyssa has not been in a pandemic like the rest of the world has been. She been tripping. And she. This is why she don't have no PTO right now. She's the only person during the quarantine who doesn't have PTO. I think it's called building up an immunity. No. That's what I was doing. It's exposure therapy. And every time she would come back, I'd be like, Jesus, please don't let her give me COVID. Please, Lord Jesus. Because I knew you weren't going to get it. I was like, she's not going to get it. She's going to pass it to somebody else. I'm a carrier. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking super spreader. It's my, uh, it's light skins, dude. When you're mixed, your immunity. I think you just are more immune to more things. That's why you're not supposed to, that's why incest is so bad for your Health. For your health, <laughs> other than just I have you guys sleeping with your own family, incest is really bad for your health. <laughs> that CDC says that guidelines: yeah. don't sleep with your cousins. Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else were you telling me about uh, about Shaq? Or what That's were you how I beat Shaq. Do you remember that song? No, that's how I beat Shaq. Okay, anyway, what's the artist? Is that Aaron Carter? Wait, <laughs> let me. Alyssa's white. Oh God! Listen, don't don't let the melanin fool you. This girl is completely white. No, completely come on. white. That's ooh, how I beat Shaq. Aaron Carter, two thousand one. Person listen to Aaron Carter. That's how I beat Shaq. Aaron Carter was kind of a big deal when I was growing up. You never heard. That's how I beat Shaq. It never no, even like crossed no. your. Oh my God! Probably who came out when he came out was like Omarion, Mario, Sammy. Who's Sammy? The disrespect. We will not tolerate disrespect for Sammy okay. on this podcast. Oh, 2000 is when that song came out on Aaron's party. I was in the 10th grade. Damn, I was in kindergarten. That's why that shit popped. Yeah, nobody was listening to that shit. Mm. That's why I beat not Shaq. In my, not in my hood ass But I think school. Shaq was in the video. Okay, anyway, speaking anyway. of Shaq, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Because we will go down a rabbit hole. Uh, that's got to be the name of this episode. That's how I beat Shaq. But... Um, <laughs> He was doing an interview and they're showing a bunch of clips of it because it had to be on a podcast or something. This is why I should do my job better so that I have actual information to give you. But they were talking about his marriage to Shawnee Mm -hmm. and the guy who was interviewing him was kind of saying like, you know, it takes two to make a marriage not work Mm -hmm. and and Shaq was like, absolutely not. We're stopping that right there. I didn't, it was all me. It was all me. <laughs> and he was just like, I'm not going to get into what I did yeah. or what I didn't do, but she was a good wife and a good mother, and it's all on me. And yeah. I was, this was me. We love accountability yes, in 2022. We do. Yes, we do. Especially from black men. Yes. Yeah. And that, the host kept trying to get him to, I guess, let him off the hook and just being like, yeah. well, you know, he it was like, and he kept stopping it every time. And he was like, nope, it was me. Nope, it was me. Yeah. I mean, I think, because I remember back in the day when they were married, there was like this rumor that was going around that she had stolen money from him and like... Her money. That she had, exactly. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm quite sure they didn't have a prenup. I don't know their business like that. But anybody who pushes out five of Shaq's big-headed ass kids... Big kids. Like, you deserve all of his damn money <laughs> at the end of the day. Like, I mean, I think it's... I, I like the fact that they have a great co-parenting relationship. I'm not sure if their relationship was always that um that easy or appears mm-hmm. to be that easy but i mean that was that was i mean he should be taking accountability for what he did in the marriage i think everybody yeah. should do that it was a show called the pivot oh is that what the what you call it dude the light-skinned dude with, with the, the dreads mm-hmm. yeah with the locks sorry with He's the locks problem that's who said russell wilson is a square oh i do remember Sierra. them talking about that i'm just like dude you need to get up never mind they were going anyway. in on russell wilson they hate russell wilson because he took sierra off the market i think that's really what it is he took sierra off the market he basically is raising her kids with her she loves him he loves her they're mm-hmm. like this i don't know the ins and outs of their relationship i just know what's on social media which again you never know but here's my they thing. seem just, happy she was probably just done with 
Listen, Future is a he's troll. Toxic. He's, he's toxic. a toxic, toxic man. Future just didn't show up to like a custody hearing and refused to do a meetup with his allegedly. baby mama, allegedly, mm-hmm. and is asking her to drop the paternity suit. And that's who she was dealing with. But here's the thing. But for for any, any man that talks about, oh, Sierra wouldn't be with Russell unless he had money. Russell Wilson is a very handsome man. Okay, so you're speaking from the standpoint of you're a heterosexual man who is not attracted to Russell. There are a lot of women out here who are attracted to Russell Wilson and think he is a very handsome man. So for you to say that, oh, she was with him for his money, that man looks good. Like, and when you done dealt with trash and then a a real man comes around and is like, let me show you the world, queen. Of course, you're going to be like, absolutely. She has her own money. Thank you. I'm just like, also, he's either a really great person or has great PR. Either way, they're never in the media. Sierra is like is a whole recording artist, and most times people, depending on if you do your money right, you don't have to make another album. Mm-hmm. Like she probably had brand endorsements, and deals, on and all kind of stuff. Ah, me. So, yes, I do remember him saying that. But yeah, no, Shaq shut it down. He was like, I wasn't protecting her. I wasn't protecting our vows. Hashtag marriage vows. But. I just feel like him and Shawnee have a, like, from what I see, and even too, when he appeared on um, Love and. No, I she was basketball. on Love and. Ba- or Love and Hip Hop. No, what is it? Basketball Wise. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we were so close. We were so close. Basketball Wise, they seem to have a very good relationship. I mean, you know, they're co parenting five children. Like, I mean. That is so many kids. That is. That's a lot of kids. But I think they do it well from what we see as the, you know, outsiders looking in. Yeah. But I think that he, I mean, I'm glad that he said that. I mean, she's engaged to a pastor now. It was the first time yeah. I've, I've seen a black male celebrity, especially someone as big as him being like, Oh no, this was my fault. We're not going to blame her. Well, Will Smith did that. I feel like a lot with his ex-wife Cherie. Oh, he does love her. Yeah. Like, and I mean, he's, and and even Jada too, her and Jada kind of coming together separately from Will and them talking about their particular issues, Mm -hmm. you know, coming into it. I did watch that red table talk, but it was, but I mean, I feel like their relationship obviously, you know, was tumultuous in the very beginning. But I think once you understand that, you know, you and him no longer are together. This is his new wife. And <clears throat> you just want to make sure that someone loves your child and wants to, or is going to make sure that they are going to do right by your child. Because sometimes in these relationships, women get with men who have children and they don't do right by the children. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a big thing, but also too. And that's why you have to be a whole healed person before procreating. Please and Absolutely. Thanks. Well, also too, this is why you don't get in relationships with men and women who have children if you know that you can't deal with that. That is true. Because I know for me, that's a deal breaker. Men with kids is a deal breaker. It just is. I'm not going to deal with your baby mom. I'm not going to deal. That's too many families. That's, I'm not. Nope. It's a sliding nope. scale for me. Like the more money you have, the more I will put up with. Very true. That's Absolutely. on me though. Because I just do not wish to work for the rest of my life. Absolutely. You got 11 kids? Let's go. Come on. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> do I get a piece of the pie? I'm like, let me know how many people to prepare for Thanksgiving. Absolutely. You, just, you communicate oh, that to let, me. Because I, I got to get the numbers to the caterer because I'm not cooking. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> that's all I'm that's, saying. That's on your money. That's all I'm saying. But I, th- I mean, I think that was very noble of him to do that. And I, I mean, the fact that he took responsibility for what he did and also to that lifestyle doesn't excuse it at all um, because I think that you should be able to be faithful even though people are throwing their draws at you. Um, team faithful black men over here. But, Hashtag. you know. I think I think that's wonderful, and I think they have a really good relationship from what I see. And that's how I beat Shaq. Well, yeah. I put it in the hoop like slam. I hear the crowd screaming out. Please, please put in the comments if you if you know what that's this song is that she's talking about, and if you know the words to it, because I Come guarantee on. nobody's checking for Aaron Carter. Is he even still no, he's around? He's like a method. I swear to God, because he's been Shaq too much. That family is so toxic, dude. And there's Who was his like, brother, Justin Timberlake. Uh, nope. Whoa. Aaron Car- Sean Carter. Nope. Jay Z. <laughs> who's his she, brother? Let she figure this one out. <laughs> From NSYNC, right? No. Ninety-eight degrees. Nope. Close. There it is. Ooh. Nick Carter. Nick Carter. Yep. Mm-hmm. I knew it. They're Let's... like the Carter family is super crazy and like toxic, Lohan? like Lindsay Lohan esque. But mm-hmm. like, even his mom is real wild. And there's all these rumors about like weird, like dynamics between Nick and Aaron, mm-hmm. like inappropriate dynamics. The younger one, right? Aaron's the younger one, yeah. and now he's like crazy cracked out Aaron Carter and they're super allegedly like abusive and violent. And I think there's a bunch of abuse that was going on in the family. It's a really sad story. Wow. But prayers up for him. I mean, he's not dead, right? No. Okay. No, he's not trying to kill alive and kicking man. That was the time Aaron Carter had a prime. He was man. Well, speaking of, uh, abuse and stuff. Anyway, police officers, (laughs) (laughs) 
horrible segue, but you Speaking get the point. Speaking of domestic violence. <laughs> exactly. These are the people who have to, God. you know, rectify it. Did you hear that there's this new thing that police officers are doing now, um, especially in the wake of, you know, uh, continued police shootings of unarmed uh, black men and women? Um, they are now playing, like when they do a traffic stop or whatever, some police officers are playing music while they're stopping someone or while they're, you know, uh, investigating something. And the reason why they're doing it is because if they know that you're recording them, they're playing music in the background. So that way, when you post it to social media, your video will be taken down for copyright infringement and all that kind of stuff. That's it's giving Bruh. dirty Just cop. Exactly. Like I would like, I would assume that only people who know they're going to do something they don't mm -hmm. want recorded would do these things. Yeah. Definitely. Here's the thing. It is smart, though. It's smart, but it's deceiving. And I, it's very deceptive. And I don't like that. Because I feel like even when, when I was still working at the hospital, if someone recorded what I did on a daily basis, like especially my interaction with patients, I don't think I would have an issue with that. Oh, but if someone was recording me every day, I would also find ways like this to not be recorded. I don't think I would care. Like, I, like because I don't, I mean, I say, I pretty much say what I want to say anyway. And especially when you're trying to convince or manipulate a patient for the greater good of getting out of bed and working with you. I do that all, ouch, that was my foot. Um, I do that all the time. And so I don't think, I mean, it, it would be difficult to videotape because you're dealing, you know, seeing yeah. patients' ass and stuff. But, but you're that, also. That's my chair, I didn't fart. Like, <laughs> cops are always in negative situations. Like, But this perpetuates it. That is true, but we're never in a situation where it's like we walk into a patient's room and it's like, this is already a bad situation because I'm here to see you. You can be abusive though. There's a lot of no, I know, but I feel like with cops, it's just like, it's an expected kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. and everyone's trying to get out of something, and they're probably it's like, um, there's been such a. I here's the thing. I agree, and I think that it is important that we have the body cam footage and that mm -hmm. people are allowed to see what's going on because there's been so much crazy shit yeah on the other hand there's been this like you know like annoying stupid people who are always like i'm recording you i'm recording mm -hmm. but they're the problem yeah. and i'm sure they're dealing with so much of that shit that they're mm -hmm. like we're fucking over it yeah but then again if you're doing what you need to do and you're doing your job and you're on the up and up mm -hmm. i saw this one video yesterday actually on tiktok and i i felt like the police officer to a degree brushed it off, but I also think he addressed it right then and there. So it was this black couple, they were pulled over, I'm not sure for the reason, um, but it was the body cam footage. And so the there was two, two white police officers that stopped them. They had their kids in the car, and so they both got out of the car. And so the, the one rookie uh, deputy was like, hey, do you have anything on you? And she's like, no. And so he's like, well, can, can I search you? And traditionally, when you're trying to search a woman, you're supposed to call for, and I don't know female if this is true, officer. but you're you're supposed to call for a female officer to come That's and how search. they do it at TSA. Exactly. No man pats me down. But I do know that in the event that you don't have a female there, then the men are traditionally supposed to use the back of their hands. Well, the man literally like re like reached around and cupped her vagina like in such an aggressive way like that his fingers somehow got whatever. It was just the way that they said it because they kind of blurted out. And so as soon as he saw, as soon as his superior, the person that was training him, saw him do that, mm -hmm. he was like, hey, hey, dude, stop. Go back to the squad car. Just go back to the squad car. And so he literally was like, okay, that's not the way we search women. And she was just like so shocked. Like, I've just been physically assaulted. And her husband yeah. was right there. And her husband was like, you just assaulted my wife. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And so he was just like, wait a minute. I'm not, I'm not invalidating. I just want you to know I am recording. My body cam footage is recording. That is not the way that you search. She was like, you were, he was supposed to get a woman. And she was like, no, we can search women. It's just, we have to use the back of our hand or whatever. But the fact that he addressed it right then and there and told the officer, listen, you're doing this wrong. He's just like, well, he's new. I'm, I'm sorry. He's new. And it's like, no, no, no. It doesn't matter that he's new. That's 101. It's like Miranda writes and don't exactly. stick your finger in people's vaginas. Thank exactly. You. Exactly. Unless she welcomes you to do that. Consent. A kink. We get it. I'm just saying, you know, if you're playing cops and robbers, but in that point, they were not playing cops and robbers. Wee, just saying. Like I got that. <laughs> Which is not funny. But we're it's not. not. No, no, no. Definitely not. But, but no. Yeah. And that's how it should be. See something, say, say something. Some, exactly. Stop it right there. Validate the people's feelings and the situation, yep. the gravity of the situation, mm -hmm. and correct it. Yeah, because we do that all the time. I think it. I hospital do not. Setting. I've never done that at the hospital. Really? I've never stuck my finger in someone's vagina. Not. <laughs> Have Bruh. you? Bruh. Bruh. I can't. Bruh. <laughs> what the 
fuck are you talking about? No, I'm talking about if you see something, say something like in the hospital oh. setting. When I have seen nurses do things that are questionable, I call them out in front of the patient. Oh, that's different than what First I was of all, thinking. as a physical therapist, I never need to stick my fingers <laughs> up any vaginas unless I'm working you on a pelvic floor. Manipulate no. a coccyx? No, definitely not. And I will not. First of all, I'm not a pelvic floor physical therapist. So physical therapists can do that. I am just not one of those. One of your coworkers. But that would who, be the booty hole, right? Not the. I mean, it could be both. For a coccyx? It just depends. It depends on what's going on with it. What's going on with it? Listen, I am not that physical therapist. <laughs> we we know a physical therapist who actually specializes in pelvic floor disorders and she can do that, but not me. I, no. Mm-mm. So you're saying when you see shit at the hospital, you're immediately like, Oh, absolutely. Eh, eh. I believe that. You're absolutely. very outspoken. Vocal. Absolutely. Yeah. A stand up gal. And I don't mind confrontation. So that's the biggest thing. Taurus. Very true. Very, very true. Anything else we need to talk about before we uh, discuss what we're watching? No, I love that we're progressing like this. It was a slow news week, y'all. It really but was. We're here for you. Yeah. We're keeping you updated. Yeah. That's about all. The best part Meg, is in the rehab corner. Best part is in the rehab corner. Meg the Stallion did an interview with Gail King about the shooting that we all keep hearing about. And I'm not trying to invalidate her experience, but I'm like, we know he shot you. I just, um, first of all, I want her to stop entertaining questions about it, especially because they're still in litigation. And like, I feel like her her interview with gail i don't know that it's going to help her case i think it's going to hurt her case because mm. like gail king no, i feel like she never she, helps she doesn't she doesn't she help. always hurts if you wanted to go to robin roberts that was the person to talk to because gail is nosy and robin roberts cares that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> choose, choose another black uh or talk to jamil jamil hill like talk to her oh that would have been a good one i just feel like um and, and it's not invalidating i just think that until the case is finished i think Megan kind of she may feel like she's on this island by herself because every time she talks about her experience people are like oh my god shut the fuck up and it's like no 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 she's not shutting up about the fact that she you know was shot and Mm -hmm. that this was a traumatic experience to her people keep trying to invalidate it I just want her to these separate interviews especially with Gail that is not a good look for your case I don't think well and every time she says something about it he comes out and says something even crazier and then even other people like his managers and stuff start talking real and I'm just like they just start being really reckless and I'm just like Meg, just don't say anything. Just she let them say whatever they want to. She did look freaking beautiful. She's been looking so oh, good she's lately. she's always beautiful. All of her Coachella looks, chef's kiss. She has a new song, uh, uh, Plan B. Hot. We all Love know. It. We all I know she, about I Plan think she B. just released it. Um, yeah. Did you watch, are you a Coachella person? Um, only when Beyonce performed it. So, no. <laughs> okay. No. Coachella just happened yeah. the second weekend. And so... You know, everyone was there. All Who the was outfits. performing besides Megan the Stallion? That's all I cared about. Megan the Stallion, Harry Styles brought Shania Twain out last weekend. Holy moly, it was so good. That's your wife's not coming out. It was so good. You don't like Shania Twain? I don't know a single Shania Twain song. Yes, you do. <coughs> what, name one. The best thing about being a woman. No? Nope. Wow. Let's try are, another one. Um, because maybe if I know it, I just don't if know If you don't know her. that, you don't know. Like, That's that would have been the one. Oh, uh, no. Oh, uh, Okay. Well, it was a really big deal. Okay. Wow. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Great. Perfect. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar was there. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. Know him. You know him. You you would know a lot of people. I don't think you'd ever go. I would literally oh. pay to see you at Coachella. I never. You you had to literally pay me some money to go there and to be in a crowd of people. Hell. I would only no. go if I could afford VIP because I'm not st- I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. If I could go to the Coachella that uh, Issa Rae did in in. Um, Insecure. Oh, yes. do you remember I Kelly? Remember me better. <laughs> remember me better. <laughs> she like completely peed on that herself. That was such a good episode. It was. Ooh, it really was. I miss that show so much. Yeah, me too. I, anyway, yeah, that's all that's going on. Yeah. Well, prayers out to Megan. I just, um, I pray she gets through this, uh, you know, and that she has love and support around her. There are a lot of people that support you out there, Megan the Stallion. We do. Right here on the face off. Absolutely. We support you, girl. Amen. Amen. Um, so what are you watching right now? Oh, uh, what haven't I watched? I finished Peaky Blinders season five, y'all. Again. You are obsessed with Peaky Blinders. Who? First of all, I have an an Irish accent more times than not at this point. I think I am. Please don't tell me you go and do evaluations of patients. Peaky fucking blind. <laughs> yeah, literally. My name's Alyssa. Exactly. Get your ass out of bed, Mr. Johnson. That is definitely you don't not. fuck with the Peaky blind. Yeah. You sound more Australian than Irish. I don't know what I am, but I just want to be. Me and Killian Murphy have the same birthday, so I think we're twins at this point. Mm-hmm. Love him. Love that. Um, I watched the Abercrombie and Fitch documentary. Ooh, I saw this girl was girl. breaking it down. 
Was it good? It was good because I we had friends in high school that worked there, and like we, you always like I wished I could have worn. What's Aber- it called? The rise and fall of Abercrombie uh, Fitch. White hot. Like, oh. Yeah, I wish I could have afforded it. Afforded. I wish I could have afforded. That's right. I wish I could have afforded. I wish I was rich enough to have some Abercrombie <laughs> shit when I was little, and I didn't. And um, but we had friends who worked, and I remember hearing stuff like. Oh, they only let the attractive people out mm. in the front. Like if you wow. don't, like they'll rate you, and if you rate poorly, you're in the back. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, haha. And never fucking thought about it again. Mm. And that was 100 percent a real thing. And it would be like, you know, they would have one token black person, but they would never call them on that to get like hours. Yeah, they would only let the hot people out in the store to see. Let me ask you this question: Do you think it's discrimination? Okay. This is me playing devil's advocate. I do not believe this. I'm just being devil's advocate. Do you believe that it's discriminatory to have a certain look at your particular store or your particular business that you own, like a brand look? Like, for example, well, their you know look was Hooters... blonde and white, so I think that was discriminatory. Right, but but do you think it's discriminatory then to for black-owned businesses to only hire black people? Do you think it's a double standard? I'm just asking. This is me playing devil's advocate. Kind of like HBCUs. Well, the reason why HBCUs were created was because the white people wouldn't let black people in. Well, the reason they why white Abercrombie staff? got popular is because it sold this white American dream. True. But what about like Hooters? Hooters discriminates on people who don't who uh, don't have big boobs. My thing is, why are you hiring the Hooters girls if they don't have ass or don't have tits? That is all I've always because had that question. Because they're being inclusive. No, we're not here for the inclusivity. <laughs> so we're you're here trying to see ass the, and boobs? We're here for the fried pickles and, and for the, the tatas. Oh, I thought you were there for the wings. No, uh, not really. No, I'm no. a fried pickle guy myself. Oh, okay. But I haven't been to Hooters in a minute. That sounds so good, I, though. Can I make a confession? I've never been to Hooters. We gotta go. We I'm gotta vegetarian. Take, we gotta take this podcast on the road. I'm you vegetarian. can have the pickles. Oh yeah, I can eat fried pickles. pickles. I've had that before. Those are really um, good. to put the uggos in the back. I don't know that it was like. Why you gotta call them ugly? Maybe they're just not cute to you, but they're cute to somebody. <laughs> That's true. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Okay. <laughs> not at Abercrombie, ma'am. They rate you on a scale. Well, they're probably ugly. Yeah. If you had to rate me on a scale, you're ugly on the inside and outside. I get. I guess it's not technically like I don't know. Why would you hire ugly people if you only want the attractive people? To, like just hire attractive people. That's just like okay. You ever you you've gone to the Victoria's Secret stores, right? I have been to Victoria's Secret. I feel like all the women in Victoria's Secret stores are beautiful. Really? I have never seen an ugly Victoria's Secret like. You've never been to River Center Mall. Oh, where is that at? River Center. River Center. I don't talk oh, about it. Oh, the River Center kids. <laughs> River Center kids, yeah. I've seen unattractive. I've seen no, not that they're unattractive. I've seen averagely attractive. That's people. like the girls at Mac. Every Mac station, yeah, I've never seen an ugly Mac person. They always look beautiful. Well, they're supposed to. They're it's, selling you something. But this is what I'm saying. So is that discriminatory then? I don't. Know. I think in the eyes of the Supreme Court, yes. <laughs> To me, no. You want if you want to attract hot. It's like we're. It's like uh, being a bottle girl at a bar. Why would I hire? Because if you got boobs and tits, I mean, boobs I'm and just butt. like, why would I hire someone who I don't think is conventionally attractive? But then, what is conventional? And then mm-hmm. you're only hiring certain people. This is mm-hmm. why I don't own a business. But theirs were theirs were more about race than anything. Yeah, they like there yeah. was a store by. Um, it was in like Southern California and mm-hmm. like a predominantly Asian area. And corporate came and they're like, you got too many Asians working here. And they were oh, like, that's wow. all who lives around here. Yeah. They're like, we don't care. They're out. That's Shit like disgusting. that. It was really interesting. So did they go out of business then? No. Or they just had losses? They were doing really poorly, but I don't know. You probably haven't gotten anything from Abercrombie in the last like five years. I've never shopped there. Can I, I don't even think I can fit anything in there. They, mm, I think Abercrombie so, and Fitch is like a white, for white people. And then like. Uh, American Eagle and like Gap. That's for like black curvy. So they people. took the moose off of everything. You know they had that little moose on everything, and Hollister had the seagull. Yes, I know Hollister has a seagull. Okay, yep. well Abercrombie had a moose. They took the mm. moose off of everything, and they are more size inclusive now, mm. and the models are also more inclusive. But they still are their typical stereotypical look. But they are like that cool California e look. But mm-hmm. the clothes, like I buy things from Abercrombie now I still do you support a racist it's not racist anymore who says since when there's black people everywhere is, I work at a job do you think these people are racist <laughs> this is why I quit working at the hospital racist ass people and I will not say allegedly because I got proof 
motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, neither here nor there. I can't talk about it. All that to say, it was a good documentary. If you have ever cared about Abercrombie, I'd watch it. It was yeah. a good little thing to put I like when people peel apart like an onion, like all these racial things so people know it is about race. Or they Dang went, it. they used like graphic tees was their big thing. Yeah, and yeah. they would do all these racist ass graphic tees. Mm-hmm. And there's the people who worked on them are in the interviews and they're like, yeah, no. In hindsight, it didn't age well. We just knew they were making money, and we kept making them, and it was a different time, so no one was really calling us on that shit. And then when someone did, we were like, oh, shit, yeah, it's probably fucked up. Mm-hmm. And the rich get richer. My lord. But yeah, I watched that. Um, what else are you watching? Gerard Carmichael. Carmichael. Why did I sound like I was from Minnesota? I was going to say, you sound, said his name very weird. Gerard Carmichael has yeah. a new special on HBO, Rathaniel. I saw it. It was really good. So freaking good i didn't know what to expect i just really like him i watched the last special where he interviews Mm -hmm. his family yeah yeah yeah. and i watched the carmichael show loved all of that i'm still pissed they they canceled i thought it was so good it was so david allen Allen greer and loretta divine and tiffany haddish was in that and um was it real yeah yeah real Mm -hmm. was in that and um I can't remember the other i loved that show that was was a good show it was a really good show um and this special was not even like a typical stand-up comedy mm-hmm. show it was like him sitting on a stage telling his truth and like yeah. talking about his life with some jokes in there and there were some moments where he's talking to the crowd and i'm like this feels like a therapy session it feels very dave chappelle-esque yes how you can literally captivate an audience to listen to you the whole he time he is a story he is. teller and at he no is. point was i, I bored it. at no point yeah. where I, was i like where is this going right. i was just like i'm here for whatever you're gonna give me yeah. he from start to finish it was a really good special and there were times where he would just sit silent and you could tell he was thinking about shit and i was mm-hmm. like this is real rap raw it's not it didn't seem scripted at all no and it was so interesting yeah. i loved it a 10 10 it's on hbo go watch it yeah definitely that's cool what well, are you watching so i feel it finished the colony whatever i'm not saying go watch it it was all right anyway <laughs> so two two movies that i did see this past weekend the first one is Alice, um, where Kiki Palmer is actually the executive producer. She stars in it with Common. And it basically is talking about, and it's based off the real life story of, oh, what's her name? Her name is Louise something. God dang it, I can't remember her name. Anyway, it's a, it's a story about how in 1973 or in the 1960s, um, this particular plantation in Alabama still had slaves. And these people did not know that slavery had ended almost a hundred years prior to. And so she ends up uh, running away. And the the movie is that she runs away. And this is not me spoiling it. She runs away. She kind of gets away from the plantation after just so much abuse or whatever. And she finds common. She almost gets hit by a car. And she's like, what the hell is a car? Like she literally doesn't know what anything is. And because they've been living off of like using candles at night for their light and, you know, using well water and all that kind of stuff. So they literally think it's still like in the 1800s because they have no concept of time. And so um, anyway, she escapes. They don't ever hear like planes flying above them mm -hmm. or. Because the way how secluded it was, there's nothing but trees and wood. So you wouldn't even hear, you wouldn't even hear a plane. Wow. And they're, they're, the movie is set in Georgia. But anyway, so she basically escapes. Uh, she finds Common. And Common just thinks, oh, maybe she fell. She fainted. She has amnesia or whatever. And she's like, no, I'm, I don't have amnesia. Like, mm-hmm. this is where I was, blah, blah, blah. And it's not one of those, like, uh, like slavery porn kind of, mo- uh, kind of movies. Like 12 it's, Years of Slave. Yeah, it's not like that where you're glorifying the, the bullshit. Like, she gets her revenge at the end. And so um, it was really good. The next one movie that I saw was so Mass- Wait, wait, wait. Does she fall in love with Common? No. Mm-mm. how does no, she not if common rescued me immediately have you not seen his exes he's the problem i know he's a problem this mean i'm not, I'm not gonna fall in love with him if he rescues me nah nah he does look good in a kango i'm just saying he's the only man in 2022 that looks good with a kango every single i'm time. just you know what it was he was the voice in what's kid cuddy's album dark side is dark side of the um, pursuit of happiness album man on the moon too he's that voice ever since then love that yeah. man i'm just saying if Common was the one who almost hit me, rescues me, and helps me get revenge on my slave owner, I'm probably going to fall in love I with mean, him. he's gorgeous. He's absolutely gorgeous. But that's on... So uh, Alice is... It's streamed early on uh, Amazon Prime, but it's in theaters right now. And then the second movie that I watch is called Master um, on Amazon Prime as well, too. I was a little iffy about watching that. And it's with Regina Hall and uh, another young lady. I think her name is Zoe Renee. Um, but most people already just know uh, uh, Regina, Regina Hall. Hall. 
So anyway, she plays this, um, like the headmaster or like a dean pretty much of uh, this particular university that's basically historically all white. And there's only been a couple of uh, black people that have been there. And so uh, it tells this young lady, her name is Jasmine on the show or on the, in the movie. She basically moves into this dorm and the dorm they think is haunted or the room is haunted that she's sleeping in because the first black uh, student to integrate that university actually hung herself and committed suicide Ooh. or allegedly committed suicide or whatever. And so it's going through the wiles of like, uh, it's very Jordan Peele esque, but it has um, basically the monster to me felt like what black people deal with every day in life, dealing with microaggressions. You can never get away from it no matter where you go. Um, you know, and how white people kind of scave over it. Like, oh no, you're just being dramatic. Oh, you're just making too much out of it. And, you know, so it's telling this student's experience at her freshman year. Mm -hmm. And then Regina Hall, obviously she's the black person. Like, I've been through this. I know what you're going through. You just have to stick it out. Just don't quit. Don't quit. And then all these different things that happen, but it's not, it's, it seems like it's horror, but it's not really a horror movie at all. And it's uh, different to a in terms. thriller. They say it's a thriller. Yeah. But there, nothing jumps yeah. out at you. No shit like that. There's no, you know, monster faces. And a, yeah. It's a psychological thriller, but it's really good though and the ending was really good too okay and that's on and it's on amazon prime we love an amazon prime yeah so there's some good stuff starting to come out yeah i'm excited definitely um nope we'll talk about it next week i'm not in i'm not in the show enough to tell you about it what i don't even remember what it's called that's why we're not gonna talk about it okay well, like it's on. i was gonna bring it up and i didn't just let it go all right well let's head on over to the rehab corner welcome to the rehab corner a place where we all right so today in the rehab corner we are i was like amazon prime L literally they just charged my credit card as we're sitting there talking about wow. amazon prime it's the government. It's my FBI agent. Anyway, so um, in the rehab corner, we're talking about a particular topic that um, really pissed me off. <laughs> and I just cannot believe the privilege of some people. Anyway, so I'm not sure if you heard about this story, but this story comes out of uh, Tennessee. And it actually, um, a patient has accused a former Tennessee hospital CEO of, de of uh, assault with a deadly weapon. So basically, um, a CEO or former CEO of Bristol Regional Medical Center um, participated in a surgical procedure um, via a cardiothoracic surgeon. His name is Dr. Uh, Death. Dr. Nathan Smith. And the CEO's name is Greg Neal. So in August of There's 2020. always a Greg. Exactly. Um, they were both forced to resign because... Um, the cardiothoracic surgeon actually invited the CEO into the OR. I, not, the patient did not consent to this. Um, and not only did he invite him into the OR, for, you know, to watch the surgery, because I guess he was a newly hired uh, surgeon, but he allowed the CEO to make the initial incision on this person's chest to perform a heart procedure. Like it's a fucking ribbon cutting ceremony? Seriously. And that's my student loan payments for the rest of my oh life. That's my, my new house that I'm about to buy, my cars, I'm my retired. trips to wherever. I'm retired at that point. Because I'm suing the fuck out of you. Mind you, the patient never consented to this. Number two, the CEO is not a medical professional, has no medical license whatsoever. And for you to think that that was like, oh, this is a shareholders. We want to show our shareholders around. Let them cut the first cut. What the hell is wrong that is with people? That is very much giving CEO energy. I feel like all CEOs, this is that. That's too, that, like, you could have killed somebody. What the hell, You could have gave who that patient that an was infection. Okay? The cardiothoracic surgeon. And I'm surprised that the, I wonder who told, it was probably a nurse. Nur it's always a nurse. The nurse, they whistleblow. Y'all are the whistleblowers. We, and we love need it. it. We love every single nurse. Whistleblow. Because I know y'all were standing there thinking, this shit ain't right. And they, they went ahead and whistle blew to Medicare and Medicaid services, CMS. Said, oh, I'm yeah, that surgery y'all just paid for? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Here's what happened. Because, you know, even too, speaking of um, unconsented procedures when you're under anesthesia, this is why people don't trust doctors. I know. What a vulnerable space to be oh, in. To, my and to God. know that someone, someone walked into the room and had a scalpel to your chest that is Seriously. not a licensed medical professional. That you did not consent that to. That you did not know. Oh, it gives me heebie-jeebs. But even too, there was this thing that I saw that, which I didn't know was, was a thing. And I, oh God, ignorance is bliss sometimes. Did you know that um, 
in so, in most states in the United States, I'll just say allegedly for the protections of our podcast, you do not need consent. You do not need to give consent as a woman when you are having surgery for residents to then come in and practice um, vaginal exams on you. What? Yes. That is a thing that is not in, in most states. It is not illegal for residents to come in and practice vaginal exams on you while you are under anesthesia. What the fuck? And I'm just like, y'all, there is a war on women's bodies. It is fucking insane. Wait, what? Dead serious. Most states do not have a law that protects women against uh That's some necrophilia shit. What the hell? Listen, let me tell you something. God forbid I ever have to have surgery, I'm going in there with tights on. You can't tell me I can't have fucking my girls body on. cam. <laughs> Put a body camera right there. Remember that one lady who put a, a, a recorder in her in her weave and she literally recorded the, the physicians like mocking her in surgery and she sued that hospital and she sued that physician. Talking mad shit. You, I'm a webcam. Every, I feel like surgeons are always talking mad shit. The OR oh, yeah. is like a big party to them. There's music yes. playing. They're joking around. Mm -hmm. And like, I get it. We got to keep the job fun. We yeah. do the same thing. I play music every day. Yeah. I'm talking mad shit when I'm documenting. Absolutely. Chart reviewing. Chart what review. the fuck is this patient here for? What the hell do they do? <laughs> Yo. Speaking of the OR. Oh my God. This man came in with abdominal pain, did a CT. They were like, what the fuck is inside of you? A can of deodorant and a- Like an aerosol? Yes. And a can, uh, a reusable water bottle. Like those big, pla like big plastic water bottles. One, it was in a Ziploc bag and an HEV bag so he could have a handle. Both shoved inside Bruh. of him. I don't get it. Bruh. Is that not the wildest shit? Maybe the first one. How'd you get the second one up there? Is he a porn star? No. He said he was doing drugs with his friends and he passed out and that's what happened. But this has happened before. And I was like, I don't think your friends did this to Is you. he white? Um... Because you know white people I think that was my same question I think he was Hispanic Because my, my The only reason why I ask is he white White is people like butt stuff They do White men like butt stuff And they look, When you are drunk and passed out Don't ever trust your white male friends Because they will you, shove some shit up your ass We are the same person Because that is the same question That came out of my mouth I said is he white <laughs> <laughs> They were like I think he's Hispanic That's horrible You can go get a dildo for that Or something Dude And Jeez. so one of them had The uh, HEV bag Tied and knotted So there was like a handle for retrieval but the other one did not so i don't know what happened i don't know if one was like a I was like, that sounds like drugs or something like you know i don't know man That's my thing weird. is like i understand go it going in but staying in i don't get you hear the weirdest stories on tiktok yeah you hear the weirdest that is crazy that you heard that story on tiktok i know that's wow. crazy wow that's interesting and that's why like you stay on the internet Yes, you do, because you get the best. You get the best content. Like for your the podcast. lady who was had a snake and it died inside of her. Yes. Did you see that? Yes, I did. It's since I just. Oh, Jesus! Ah, how do you? Ah, the snake! Mm. Oh gosh! There was this one video I saw of, and this is not where we wanted this podcast episode <laughs> to go, but that's where it's going. Uh, Kink talk. This one guy, I think it was overseas somewhere, and this guy had a snake that ended up like crawling up his penis or something. Ow, ow, ow. And when they pulled it out and I was just like, why am I watching this? But I couldn't turn away. You couldn't turn, when that lady mm -hmm. was telling the story about the 500 pound lady that had the snake die inside of her, I could not turn away. And well, I made everyone at work watch it. Cause I was like, if I had to hear this shit, you gotta hear, gotta hear this shit. <laughs> well, that's like the 600 pound lady. Um, she died though, but she had uh, like maggots in her skin folds and she didn't know that they were there. Oh yeah. And she was, I was just like, so, but see, remember that one time I was at work and I... You did not have maggots in your skin, <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't, but you there had, was... <laughs> you had food stuck in you, didn't you? <laughs> I literally was eating like a, a Morningstar sausage patty and a piece of it dropped, right? And so I was like, where did it go? And I didn't, I didn't see the remnants on the floor. Literally, I went the whole day and when I came home at like 4 p.m. and I took my bra off and literally the piece of sausage just fell on my on my bed and I was like, my boobs are huge. 
fucking do you remember that was fucking disgusting that was the day i was like damn my bu- my boobs are huge the fact that i did not feel that nothing was itchy nothing and i'm like you had some sausage what? up in you all day even during the pandemic though like when Queen and I would go in certain rooms and I'd be super hot and be sweating in between my boobs, like I would put like, uh, not tissue, but napkins in between my boobs. And literally when I would finish, I would go all day and then I'd be like, what the fuck is in between? Oh, it's all the paper towels. You don't feel that at I all? I don't. I don't that's feel wild. it. I don't feel it at all. That's how you know you have big boobs. But that's also like, you know when you get patients up and they have like pills and the Bacon. caps to the IV and sh- I'm like, I know this shit was hurting you. You didn't feel that? You want it's all indented on their back. Ugh. You come in and you're like, oh, did you have eggs for, for breakfast? How did you know? Because it's sitting on your chest, There's sir. Cheerios on their back folds. I'm like, mm. Yes. Yeah. Remember that one patient we were to take uh they were sitting her up at the edge of the bed this like she's truly she was probably about 500 she pounds because i had worked with her and she he, was a big lady he came in there to help me and the ot and he was behind her and then he came back off the floor and he's like i don't have my badge and we were like maybe you left it in the room so he goes but he's like i think it's behind the patient <laughs> And literally, he had to walk all the way back to the hospital. And oh, man. he was like, ma'am, I think I, I think I, my badge is behind your back. And sure enough, his badge got lost. Because listen, when you have someone that big and that debilitated and you're getting them back into bed. You don't feel it. You don't feel it. And it's quick and it's heavy. And you just got to go. Very true. You got to go with gravity. Very true. Boom. Yeah. So that's how I didn't feel the piece of meat in my bra. Oh, no. That's that, different. That's very different. But my boobs are huge. They don't look. Well, they, they do. They look huge. I wear black so that you can't really see them. But. My boobs are huge. Anyway. All that to there. say, if I'm on the table, you better be a freaking licensed professional if you touch me. No, and it better be with my consent and something that I knew about. Seriously, because I'm going to sue the shit out of you. Keep your hands out of my cooter unless you're delivering my baby or so reconstructing scary. some shit. That's so scary. Do you know how many women have had surgical procedures who did not know that someone was literally invading their body like that? That's wild. To practice f- uh, Oh, I almost got mad, y'all. Jesus, fix it, Lord. Save us and rescue us from this fucking planet. Oh, sorry. Amen. Jesus, Lord. I'm not cussing at you, Jesus. I'm just asking nicely. Jesus, Lord. This is not our planet. <sighs> Captain Planet. He's our hero. Gotta I don't take know pollution what that down is. to zero. I don't know what you're talking you about. You don't know what Captain Planet is, but you have the audacity, the caucasity to talk about Everyone Shatton. knows Aaron Carter. Everyone knows captain planet is he the skinny white uh yellow and green guy no he has green hair and he wears tights red tights captain planet he's a hero gonna take pollution down to zero he had the little kids with a wind what the heart they had little rings to save the world You remember? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. It was like it was like little kids, and he 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 uh, initiated each one little kid. They were responsible for whatever. So who would make the, kids responsible for that? Sounds Captain dumb. Planet. But they were like teenagers. Was he like trying to save the world or something? Yes, because he's taking pollution down to zero. Okay. <laughs> Captain Planet. And that was a great series. Okay. Look it up. Okay. Do you bet your bottom dollar? I'm trying to figure out what the hell mm-hmm. you're talking about. Captain Planet. He's a hero. Gonna take pollution. That's Dude, yeah. this came out in 1990? Yeah. I wasn't even born But it did. ran It ran for some time. Six seasons. Oh, the blue... I, oh, mm-hmm. my God. He's wearing a bra. A yeah, crop top. a crop top and tights. He works out, though. His red boots. What? This outfit doesn't make sense for fighting crime. And he's always say, the power is yours. And then they all had a little ring for, like, win, water. Heart. Oh, look, there's Earth. a black guy. Yeah, there's one black token. There's black always guy. one black guy. And then there's a Southeast Asian. Always. He did heart. This guy's scary. He always came at the very he end. Looks like he looks like Thanos, kind of. Yeah. Um. That's not real, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we went off on a whole tangent. Anywho, all that to say, make sure that you know what you're signing your consent forms. Make sure, women, that you put that in your thing that um, no residents or whatever can touch you or anything. Put it all, just write it all down and put it in your uh, your consent form. Put it in That's your mouth. Yeah. Okay, no. Put it in your song? I do remember that. <laughs> Y'all, do you remember you that song here. that was like, <laughs> you what'd weird. you do when someone was at home crying all alone on the bedroom? That song was so... Because hungry, and the only way to feed him was a sleeping bed for the little Dude, bit. how depressing and out my... prostitution. I, I don't know how old I was, but I was just like, yup, mm-hmm. So but you know what? That jam. song came out, I think, when I was in... um. 
was I in 11th grade or something? Because see, that was City High. They came, they were at grad night when I went to grad night and they what? sung that song. Yeah. They sang it? It came <laughs> out in did. 1999. Yeah. They they were at our grad, at I was our grad five night. five years old. I shouldn't have been listening to that song. My mom was wow. young. It was, it was a weird time. Yeah. We went to grad night and they performed and I was just like, who the hell wants to? This City High, we Rick Smith, when the back of the joint. <laughs> anyway, they were not popular. Anyway, but yeah, that's not about prostitution. Like, what would I do? What do you mean? Get up off the floor, lady. The fuck? You just saw As the long floor. as you put a good beat to it. It's like semi <laughs> semi charmed life from yeah. uh Third we, Eye Blind. Yeah, and we were singing that song like that was a song about, I'm like, this is a song about prostitution. Like she had no choice. What? <laughs> it's a horrible no. song. I hope you didn't win no award for that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you can talk about before we get out no, of here? No, that was it. I had to get that off my chest. I was thinking about that all day. I was like, damn, this song's pretty. It was like a Runaway Love by Ludacris. Listen. Every time I hear that, I'm like, why am I? I I'm bobbing Wait, to the song. Wasn't it, was it Kiki Palmer that played in that? In Runaway Love? Because um, it was Mary J. Blige that sung it, right? Yeah. Now, little Lisa's only nine years old. Yeah, because she, um, I think that was, I think Kiki Palmer was the one who was in that video. Is she in it? That was such a sad video. That is such a sad song. <laughs> Lord. Oh my gosh. Run away, love. <laughs> Why so she's gonna run away and never come back. That's just like Nick Cannon's song, uh, Let Me Live, or something like that. He talked about his mom was gonna have an abortion with him, and I was like, <laughs> Why? Why is this on the radio? Material. Jesus. Oh, all that to say, I hope everyone has a great week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no prostitution go listen to some good old throwbacks <sighs> not those like what would you do if i said he high? listen to aaron carter go listen to how i beat shack aaron carter aaron's party that's God. literally the name of the song is how i beat nah, Shaq. Nah, nah, nah. you never listen to aaron's party hey, hey, hey. no yeah the song is called how i beach i'll just show it to you later yeah no that's so good Okay. Anyway, your, your white side is winning right now. It's it's a, it's a good percentage of me. Yeah, 58. I will say. Yeah, it's winning. It's winning right now. Fifty-seven. Calm down. I thought it was fifty-eight percent. You're fifty-eight percent European, ma'am. Fifty-seven point something. You said you, Darren. Go back in the archives and pull it up. Roll, she said roll she's fifty-eight percent, and then because you're fifty fifty-six percent Irish, I remember that. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Steel trap up there. Mm -hmm. Well, y'all go ahead and have a great week. Thanks for listening to us again. Remember yes. to like and subscribe Absolutely. and Share with um, your friends. send money to my Venmo. Yes, our birthdays are coming up soon. It is. It's birth month soon. We'll have to do something special. May, May 18th for me and May 25th for her. Yes, ma'am. Gemini and Taurus. How we get along, I will never know. It's because you have two sides. That is true. It's your black and your white side. Hmm. I'm just stubborn. <laughs> I'm a control freak. That's all. You are. I mean, well, we're the best combination. But anyway, continue to spread love. Spread light. Don't, don't forget, forget to, to laugh, laugh your, your face, face off. off. Why did you go so slow? <laughs> I was following your, <laughs> following you. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face-Off with Slimming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face-Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face-Off with Slimming and Fowler every Tuesday when new episodes are released.